All right, we're recording. Uh, this is podcast number three for the day for Chatty B. Um, so we're just going to be adjusting some levels. Number two for me. Me too, two, two. Quite the, quite the expert at playing with things. Um, so we did a lot of talking today. You guys just had dinner. Yeah. Return of the Chad. Is this like the, Star, the name of Star the Wars? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, or there's that song, Return of the Mac. Or Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> or that. <laughs> She's gone right in. What, well, would that, what would that be, Revenge of the Sith, in like CS terminology? Return of Glaive. Yeah, yeah. The, dark, the dark side. Yeah. The dark in-game leader coming back into business. He'll be coming at some point. We can preface yeah. that at the start yeah. of this video. Um, so, yeah, I just stole the player lounge for HLTV Confirmed, and now we're using it to do Talking Counter directly after. Brolin came in uh, before we were recording. He was a bit worried. Snappy came in at some point, quizzed him about what version of Counter-Strike we would be using. Still no answers. Um, yeah, we didn't have any answers at dinner either. No. So, And also, I said a couple of times, we're like, oh, yeah, the, the team's getting to vote. And I messaged Mr. Mark Winther, and he said, uh, they're not voting, but they get to express their opinion. They get to have it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, like, it's such a, I was thinking about it because it is so weird because you're like, on one hand, you'd want, I almost feel like you'd want to end the tournament in the same one that you played the group stage on just in terms of like competitive integrity, but also the RMR starts next week. So if you're the players, you're like, we would like to play this new patch as much as And if as it's a better possible. version, but which yeah, it seems to be quite buggy better. at the moment with yeah, a few things, the smokes. Cool. But that's something that you hope can be hot fixed. Overnight. until until friday right like that that's something that could be fixed i think an, another issue is also practicing like if you hey who are you gonna practice against who are you gonna practice against you can only practice against the team from the other side of the bracket yeah in this tournament and you might play them in the grand final yeah but i mean it's either that or no one to practice because every team that's not still in this tournament will be practicing on the new version yeah, we got straight into the Counter-Strike tour there, didn't we? Yeah, we did. There was no yeah, entry. Yeah, yeah. But you, you told, you asked, we were dinner. Yes, we had too much food, I feel like. I cut, I, I stopped myself. Did Carmack pay? Uh, yeah, well. I think Kinga handled it. Yeah. So ESL pay? ESL, 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 ESL All right, it was yeah. one of those dinners. All right, fair enough. Uh, I don't think I've been to one of those in years. The last one I went to is when Carmack didn't show up. When he was like an hour late? Yeah, it was like, <laughs> it was like an hour and a half and we were all waiting for him to eat and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Well, they always have you working, you know, eight-hour media days and stuff today was pretty chill i did one of the potty things me alex with magisk snappy oh you got the good one nico and mornish eh? uh and then yeah. i did an ssd setup with monacy i did an ssd with brokey okay wow how did that go <laughs> that was rough i'm not gonna lie <laughs> well it didn't help they told me five minutes before i started the podcast they're like oh yeah we have you doing this thing today too so like i didn't know like they had like a whole list of what yeah, you're yeah, supposed yeah. to run through on the setup you so. would have prepped otherwise well, I would have been familiar the with, the, <laughs> with the different targets they wanted to hit. Right? I like how Chad posted. Chad tweeted out his schedule for the day, and he he wrote SSD setup with Morneshi, and then some guy, ooh, is it like Kingston or like? <laughs> it's like, bro, it's not like literally the SSD. It's like you know, yeah. going through his. My potty and, today was with uh, Kerrigan, Frozen, and then Magix and Zontix. So there was one side of the table that was very a bit more talkative on one side of the, the table. The, Josh and I were trying to milk the sphere guys. We were trying to really pull it out of them. Yeah. There were a couple of moments where it's just like five rapid fire questions, trying to get them to follow up, and it was just like, yep. Were you successful yep. with milking? You know How me. much milk did you get out of spirit? Have you ever used uh, a milking a table? Gallon. I've never used a milking table. Do you know of a milking table? I do know what it is, yeah. Yeah. I've ever... thought about getting one for, you know, the home studio. Oh really? Yeah. We you weren't at dinner chat, but we did you were your name was mentioned. Okay. That's a good thing. In a Be positive manner. In a Ooh. positive manner, as also Alex was giving you some lessons. 
Okay. On light choking. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was like telling us about, you know, you're not supposed to, you know, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. yeah, there's a way to choke so you <laughs> like cut out the blood flow without cutting out the airway yeah. and that uh, excites. Yeah, you don't people. actually want them to pass out. Yeah, yeah you don't want them and you don't want to inflict pain necessarily depending on the... He's the you know. dragon wizard of this cult, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> it's very common Supreme, <laughs> Supreme chancellor. Supreme leader. Yeah, but... Uh, so, yeah, we, you, yeah you, know, okay. you, you were there with us in, in, spirit, in spirit and then he gave... Uh, there's a video of it. Carmack recorded it, uh, an example on Jason's neck how to do it. So maybe we put that one in the Discord as a Talk Encounter exclusive. Yeah, that'll see the light of day at some point, I'm sure. Carmack has is, uh, to. He's yeah. gonna be There's the other, uh, when we were at that uh, nightclub in Udense with the with, with OJ being a massive fucking cunt. <laughs> uh, with, the, with the... With the beer. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He did that to me and yeah. to you in Sydney. Yep. To, in Sydney, with he the with the flip-flop, yep. right? And the, the, yeah. And I think uh, there's still video of that that exists that I could find. Probably. Yeah, yeah we have a couple. And he was a dick about that. And then like, I remember I've razzed him such hard times. And he's like, is that, is that, not, is that not all right? He actually does feel better. He's apologized to me But he about should that. feel bad. They're <laughs> massive dick moves. It's like, we're all having fun, OJ. And then you take it too far. <laughs> then you pour a beer on us. Yeah, because you don't want to be covered in beer. No, it's not Just because cool. that big motherfucker likes throwing people under the bonnets of cars and shit. I remember one night we're out in Cologne. He's like picking me up and throwing me into the bonnets of cars in Cologne. And I'm like, <laughs> spreading your legs and pulling your pants he, down. He didn't choke me. He didn't yeah. choke me. He was pushing Henry out of the, the fucking Uber on the way back from an after party at the McDonald's drive-thru. For a vegetarian <laughs> yeah. who's, who sometimes eats a, you know... A, the occasional filet of fish. Yeah, but he's a big man. He's a very mm. big man. He ain't fucking around. OJ will be here soon. Um, it's always good to see him. We don't get to yeah. see him too often. He's got too many obligations like the BBC and he's children. A, I don't yeah. know. Actually, I don't know. Fuck it. He's doing a cooking show now on British TV. He's also doing a podcast about sports. Yeah. So, yeah. So he's, uh, I, I want to see the cooking show really bad. I feel like OJ would be a really, I like watching cooking shows. I don't know if you guys do. I think they're okay. vastly entertaining. Ones that also come with a comedic element or? Yeah. Well, like the, the Great British Bake Off is fucking awesome. Okay. You ever watch that show? No, that's culture in America, I believe. It's so good. It's got the guy who hosts it is uh, I don't watch the dude who plays Old Greg from the Mighty Boosh. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's so fucking funny. I'm he's Old fun. Greg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you know that, Yanka? I don't get anything that you said in the last minute. <laughs> drinking, drinking Baileys from a shoe? Yeah. He brings I, it up in the show and he goes up to a contestant and he's like, I know what I a Baileys is and I know what a shoey is, but like that whole ritual. He was doing shoeys before yeah. they were popular. He walks oh, in and he yeah. just goes, I played a transgender mermaid once. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yep, yeah, well, he there did. you go. He did. Uh, also before transgender mermaids were popular. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was ahead of the curve. Well ahead of the curve, wasn't yeah. he? Um, okay, so other than pierogi's dinner that you didn't have to pay for, light choking, um, how have things been going? Going great. I did the same thing you guys did just with Glaive, actually, and Dija. <laughs> Glaive and Dija, and then Shue and Exertion. I think it went pretty well. Then I did the playoff teaser thing, which I also did in Sydney, but apparently I didn't do a very good job because none of it was on the stream. Have it was you, just the other person who did Frank it. Have you to one side yet? No, no. I think it was like I, I, did, I came unprepared completely, and then I was like stressing when I was there and didn't came out good, so... I prepped this time for it, and I think I had a couple of good lines, so I think it's going to work out well. 
So yeah, I'm curious to see how that will go because that's not my strong suit, you know, and I'm trying to get better at it. But you see the resident sleeper video. Remember, we've seen yeah. we've seen bits of that now. Yeah, there, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was shocked. It came out at Pro League in those little like side bits, or yeah. you know, in, in during the network. And I'm like, oh, somebody actually did do this, but it was too bad. Like the lighting and like my well, face was Rio, sweaty. Right? Yeah, and it, it was, was so hot in that room, yeah. bro. It was scuffed. That was fucked. That was and well, that's when we did the dancing, the conga line stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and the yeah. uh, team talk, like hyping yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what else has happened skit wise? We had uh, we had the one that came out today about the crosshairs, which yeah. is insinuating <laughs> dick pics, which is well timed really with the Drake situation. Yeah, you guys seen Drake's dick? I no. haven't seen it. I've heard the stories. I saw it. Yeah, he saw it. <laughs> he saw, yeah, he saw, it. saw it. How yeah. was it? Yeah, it was, it was a big, big dick. Big. He's right. <laughs> it was no, it was. It was a big <laughs> dick. A big dick. All like right. if if you're gonna get exposed, I think that you're okay with that. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was an advertisement, really. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe I don't know how. Look, there's there's our boy Steel with the Flom's got the picture popping up on Steam Friends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what else do we have? Oh, the table read stuff. So we've had two parts of a three-part. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's those are really so, good. Yeah, that and are, those a really are good vehicle as well to get the players to do skits. Although I was surprised to see Art taking part in a skit that was like free Caserato from the Fury of Prison. Yeah, but if you can't laugh at yourself... True. I can't wait for the third part. I don't want to do any spoilers. <laughs> okay. The well, you, could see on the the, you could see on the poster it's Rob's Blame and Jame. Right, like I mean, that's I guess a sort the of an Easter egg, but yeah, yeah, Bader squad. That's going to be fun. I'm surprised that Blame took part. Oh, there's going to be a master Bader joke in there, isn't there? Oh, surely. But I think sure. you know, there's people are catching up a little bit on it on Reddit in a sense of like I think some of that shit's really funny. Like over the last year, you know, when we go to Cologne, all the confession yep. sort of things, yep. like the skit. Some of them were really high quality, like you know, the G2 one where they're. Oh, the one that Harry Hooksy. did this time yeah, last the, year. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. This time last year, that was great. This stuff here yeah. is like... I'll trade you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll trade you. Well, I mean, it's real life. Like, I have a chance. Okay, okay. Once Hooksy <laughs> goes down, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. So I think also what's fun is once it, you get people used to it, you know, they're kind of looking forward to it. Like, I'm fucking, like, eager to see this, like, third episode. Yeah. I really want to see how it's going to go, so... I don't want to spoil or anything, then. I'll, I'll make sure that no, I'll, no. I'll wait, I'll wait. Yeah, keep that under wraps. But it will, be, it, it will be a fun one, that's for sure. It'll be, it'll be hopefully controversial. That's what we like, controversy around here. We need controversy. Makes the world go around. Like, yeah. like Donk shouting and nasty things. Yeah. And, well, to know. be fair, I think Jason and I are too old to have cocksucker as an insensitive word in the vernacular, but apparently it is. So... There's oh, been some new developments. Oh, dear. It is worse than just cocksucker asshole. Okay. I'm not going to go into details. But I don't have, I don't have, I didn't have the information. This is information that was imparted to me. So these are banned words. It was things that if no. you said them, no, it's, it's not bad words, but it's like, if you, if someone was shouting that in English, you would be like, this is taking it too far. Okay. You know, it's like more than trash talk, which is like, and just, but I can see, I coming from like a Eastern European sort of background. I don't know, not background, just Eastern European. <laughs> uh, I think it's it's just like, uh, you know, I can see how there's expressions like that, that when you translate them sound really, really bad. Sure. Right? Like but when a it's, donkey gets stuck in the mud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that sort of a thing. Or go back to your mothers, right? Yeah. But it's just like sort of a, 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 no, a normal sort of, 
curse or a normal version of trash talk or shit talk, right? So if we were to translate it, like, and to you, it would be fucking holy shit. Like, it's, but actually, it's in their own way, it's not like that bad. It's still kind of bad, but it is that sort of a thing where you can just. I think ESL did give a warning or no? I don't know. I, I saw that somewhere. They officially announced it. I don't know. Dust2 Dust reported it. Yeah, I don't know if that's like whatever, but maybe someone just had a word with their manager and said, listen, like, this is a bit, you know, there's not, there's nothing against shouting and stuff, but this is like a little bit yeah. too extreme. You know, it, it's crossed the well, line of good taste and that's not cool. And well, I, and I would fine. imagine they're in a situation too, ESL, where their arm gets twisted by like the sponsors and the partners. For yeah, it's so like going out on broadcast. Like, yeah, and yeah. tells like, can we not have someone shouting cocksucker in front of our logo, please? And you're <laughs> like, yeah, you do pay the bills. So yeah, yeah we'll oblige. Yeah. But just, and just to make sure there's no like, like rumors or anything, like it wasn't anything like racist. It wasn't anything. No, like no, 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 no. Sexist, cancelable, anything like that. No, it was no. just a bit too much. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, uh, I look. I give I, me the shoe, you fucking cocksucker, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I don't care. Uh, like, I don't. I don't, really don't, care, I don't really. care. I don't care. I don't. I don't care. So it's so, all like you know. You're getting donked on. Just uh, everyone's of, been getting donked on. Part of the experience. Part Everyone of the experience. getting donked on. Yeah. Look, there, this is obviously the conversation today with the update, and people have been like, "Well, is donk nerf now because of the the peakers advantage conversation? Is that going to have an effect on it?" But at the same time, uh, I don't know. The kids just fucking sharp. So. This is not going to be a three-hour podcast. I can tell you that because after this, I'm queuing up. Oh, face! I yeah, didn't have time to do it the whole day, so I'm gonna play tomorrow. After, after this, I'm gonna play. But you know, I think obviously a major update, right? Like at least on paper. And then there's obviously people are going to overreact immediately. Oh my god, they fixed it. There's no more peakers advantage. It's like you have to play it. And at first, you're gonna want it to be different. So you know, you're going to maybe convince yourself a little bit. You're gonna have a little bit of placebo effect in there. But, yeah, on paper, the things that it says, movement is smoother and... Um, Same with the spray as well. I yeah, think the spray, like, sub-tick networking yeah, yeah. was, like, improved. Like, all of that sounds great, and we'll see how it plays and how it feels. Uh, hopefully, it's an upgrade and improvement. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I played a little bit of Deathmatch today, but it actually felt, like, quite chuggy. Right, so you're playing in a 24-player server in Deathmatch, right. and... Like it's just been updated and people are reporting that frames are worse at the moment. So there's probably a couple of those factors in there. I played one of the arms race, aka gun game for those old school people out there. How and, was you that? Know, I, was, I was like, oh yeah, I was like, oh, this is the stupid fun, right? It's not, yeah. I'm not playing this all the time. I just did it for the sake that it was just introduced into the game. So, um, but that seemed fine. But in terms of the particulars, I'm glad they've added this microphone thing because mate, I'm not at home using my SteelSeries headset. I'm brought a Sennheiser pair, right? And I love them. The fucking Game Zeros, Game Ones, whatever mm. they are. But I'm having to find myself. So like me, Justin, Aaron are like three queuing and face it. And then I'm having to use in-game mic to call stuff for players. And sometimes it's not going through. So I'm having to fucking yell into the microphone so that the mic picks it up. So now they've added a new VoIP threshold or the whatever. Slider, yeah. So you can see where it is to see if it's working, which is good. Because otherwise I was having to use like voice underscore uh, loopback to, to hear myself. And you don't want that because it's like no. a voice jammer in CS. Yeah. Um, but apparently I haven't tested this. I saw like some tweets saying the boosting is fixed. So it doesn't cause the jarring mm. issue on the head anymore. Okay. That wasn't in the patch notes, but you know maybe that was something else. That was there was something like player collision. Is yes. being so maybe it falls under that. Yeah, but that's that's a very good quality of life fix. I saw that like at the if you're a spectator and at the end of the round when the bomb goes off, like the camera zooms out to see like the explosion and stuff. That's nothing. It doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. Um, might be like a cool thing the observer can do from now on. Or, yeah, I don't know, another like tool a for nice Rushley. transition. Yeah, yeah Not that they don't have enough of those. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, obviously a new case. 
uh, which has come with some new skins, which to me means nothing. New knife. Mm. The, yeah, I don't give a fuck about that either. <laughs> um, the thing that is, is a little bit upsetting to me is this sticker placement situation. Because people immediately, if we're going to circle back to did. bad words, yeah, uh, yeah. people have just gone fucking nuts. Mate, I saw that. Bro, the creativity of these people on the internet. I like don't mind how, the dicks. How quick, the dicks are fine. How quickly they, they like, you know, like, first of all, you need to remember all the stickers that exist. Yeah. Like the different combinations you can make. It's fucking, you, got, you all fucked up. Yeah, no, but they that's <laughs> all the, are that's fucked up. Yeah, but this is, the, this is like teenagers on the internet or maybe not even teenagers young adults and we know the internet's like a place where fucking people act like anything goes but the concern i have is these racist bad words that yeah. people have we've already seen and symbols and, and symbols can you imagine using titan stickers to do that what the fuck it's mentally ill but then so you're doing these things but my concern is like how is it going to be policed is it going to be policed it's obviously not going to happen in an event. None of these players are going to be allowed to do that because they get spotted. Hey, so, hey, what the fuck are you doing, bro? But my issue is going to be, what if I'm playing a face-it game and some fucking kid has a gun with, you know, some, well, and think, now he drops me an AK and I'm carrying that shit around. I think it's going to have to be because I think you can actually get in trouble for streaming that. Yeah. Like if you're oh, streaming and that yeah, word yeah. pops up, that's like you get in trouble. For, like you can get banned for a certain period of time. So I think they're going to have to be able to fix it so that can't happen. But then how do you police it? I don't know. I don't know either. That's I not think my we, department. <laughs> we talked about it at dinner a little bit. I think there's also the sort of like, now that it's out, a lot of people are doing it just for the clicks oh, yeah, yeah. and the memes, right? I mean, what sort of a person do you have to be to have a fucking swastika like on your yeah, gun yeah. in a game, right? Yeah, yeah. You have to be a, a really fucked up individual. And for all the shit talking and like trash that, that people do in games and like, you know, all the cussing out and stuff like it's a completely different level to have that shit like visible on your whatever, like all the time. So I'm hoping, and I might be wrong that, you know, like that's actually not going to be a widespread case. Mm. Once you start playing games, like, you know, you're not going to see someone drop your gun and it's going to have some some symbol or something like that on it. Like that's going to be so rare that it's going to be a non-issue, but maybe I'm just, you know hopeful. being hopeful yeah well that but that's the thing i i i kind of agree, agree that they have to do something about it but it's valve so then maybe they won't i think this is one of those issues that they would have to handle pretty quick well they will have seen all the replies they got to their fucking tweet yeah, today yeah, yeah, yeah. because the problem is how, i think they're how can you what can you do too. physically when the stickers are on the gun and they are like set up in whichever way what can you do like unstick them for the people and then they get it in their inventory i don't know but you would but you would have to do that like for everyone, yeah, right? How like, do you pass so that? people, you know, so imagine someone having like Titan stickers, was, yeah. and then you get them back, or I buy, or all that shit. That's worth like tens of thousands of dollars. Well, what right? about this? If you do fucking stupid shit, like those stickers, Valve take it away and burn it in a fucking incinerator. Yeah, yeah. I mean, get fucked, or you yeah. just get back. But how would they? Like, would they? Maybe it's possible to have a sort of an algorithm, like in the back, right, where mm-hmm. if it registers that this is the combination, the combination, like the template. Then you get banned immediately. Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe you like for because it's like new, you just get like one warning and you have like, you know, I don't know, twenty four hours to change it. Yeah. And after that you get banned immediately, like if that's how you set it up. Yeah, I don't know. That's just it is something you're gonna have to tackle though. One of the negative side effects of the update that's come out. Otherwise everything's pretty positive. Unintentionally negative. Surely I mean, I don't know. It's weird. Like you must have 
seen that coming or maybe it's also like me like you know I na being na coming. naive enough to think yeah some bad actors are going to do it but in general it's a good thing and people will appreciate it for what it is but of course always the shit things get a lot of publicity yeah yeah i've seen some that are really cool like the way that they've used like flame stickers on like a slate ak or whatever yeah there'll be some really cool combinations and then when we're looking at a skin it'll look like something we've never even seen before and that'll be like wow look at this player that's actually you know cares about like again i don't give a fuck uh, yeah, but but some, people some, people some people do. Some people do. Some people do. And that's that cool. Yeah. Alex was talking the other day. He loved the like this like knife glove combo that someone had, and how the color scheme went out. Scrawny has like three color scheme different like sets of yeah. gloves, knives, guns. Some people love it. Yeah. So the only problem is like I don't really care for it too much. But if I am going to play more and whatever, like I really like, for example, green. But the problem is it's like the most expensive sure, skin yeah, in yeah. the game. I'm not gonna like spend that much money, you know. Even though I really enjoy it, but you know. I think probably soon enough I'm gonna have to refurbish my skins. In inventory yeah, yeah. a little bit. But some of the shit I had looks like real nice. Well, maybe we CS2. get a sponsor like a Bitskins or a CS Money. Yeah, <laughs> maybe just yeah. go down that rabbit hole. I don't know. <laughs> no, but like think about it. The events we work at are sponsored by those companies. Mm. What's up, guys? All right, so hey. hey, here we go. The main event so is bro. here. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Take a seat next to Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're, just, we're, we're just getting all the bullshit out of the way we're before, just before you get here. Okay. Now, uh, the awkward thing is you kind of have to hold the microphone like this. Yeah. Okay, is, it, is it live? Yeah. 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 Oh, it's live. Okay. I mean, no, <laughs> no, no, it's not live to the internet. It's recorded. We're oh, recording, yeah. but we already started recording. Okay, yeah. I see. I so, see. Uh, Yanka said he already spoke to you today. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> and you also already did one like podcast today. Yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't stopped talking today, basically. <laughs> but I haven't spoken to you. So uh, what question should we not ask, Yanka? Nothing special. Some of it was like more broadcast. I was thinking about it. Like I actually was thinking about a question that I didn't want to ask because I wanted to save it for this ah. podcast <laughs> so that the answer is more genuine. But I think in the end I asked it. It was the one about... Um, you know, people were saying towards last year, like Carrigan, is he has he cleared the oh, glaive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the IGL discussion, then Snappy gets put into that conversation because he's doing like more with less and with dance and all of that. And I asked Glaive Lucas if it's like, did that piss you off a little bit? And then did it piss you off? Ah, I mean, of Not course, at some point maybe it was a bit harsh, but I think uh, with, with the more time it took in Australia and we kept losing. Uh, in the end, I was like, okay, I actually understand why people are saying this. So um, I felt like with the results we brought, it wasn't good enough for me to be considered like the best in-game leader in the world. Um, and I knew that something new needed to happen to me, I think, uh, or, the, or to the Astralis team. But there's like a difference between, you know, people not thinking you're the best anymore or that you're the best ever. Yeah. And to some... then to the stuff that people were also saying, like when you get when you got picked up by ends, you know, because there was also like conversations, oh, why get, you know, Glaive, like, or this or that, where on the other side of things, it's like, we're talking about a guy who's won four majors, was the in-game leader of like- The team the, that revolutionized. The best team yeah. ever, probably, yeah. you know, the most dominant lineup ever is like, how is everyone? Sure, like the end Astralis years, weren't amazing but also what about that team in general you know like the changes that the team has been going through and all of that stuff you need to take that into account and it just seemed like people were almost going out of their way to like criticize you you yeah. know like how how did that feel on coming you know joining ends i mean of course it felt bad because uh 
I mean, as an athlete in general, you always look for the praise, right? And you also always want the recognition. Um, and I wasn't getting a lot of that. And like I said before, there was a reason for it. But I was, there was also some, th some things like out of my um, control, I think, uh, that I didn't really have a, a say on, I would say. Um, so it was really tough, to be honest. But, um, but I think that this time for me, like it's, it's kind of like a new chapter in my life and in my career to be here in Enns and kind of starting with a fresh start, I would say, uh, with a new coach, which I really like to work with and uh, some players that respect me. And um, yeah, it feels great right now. I, I think one of the things for me, right, and I, maybe you're alluding to it a little bit there, but so we had NIP who for their last couple of years has been completely fucked by management. Australis for the same period of time after you guys have this team which is the best of all time then things you know online era all this shit then some interesting decisions start happening and they seem very management driven the, like when when you reflect on that or I don't know even know if you want to talk about it but was a lot of like the problems not even from the members in the team there's going to be noise it's alright we got some close the door no we just uh -huh. got ambulance alright right? the mics are going to pick up everything don't worry about that shit <laughs> We got AI. But like, do you feel like you got sabotaged a little bit by management for a while there in Australis? Mm, no. I really? No. Okay. I don't right. really think so. I think they... Fuck, I can't call them bad guys then. I yeah. just, <laughs> we tried. I mean, I think actually Australis tried to do their best, but maybe we just didn't really know better. Um, and I think having like... If you can like compare a guy like me to Snappy, I think Snappy was doing a lot of work to finding new players, finding new talents, and uh, but maybe he has this like international uh, team, so he can find a lot more players than I could. And I don't think there was a lot of like really good upcoming players in Denmark. Maybe there was Yabi, uh, which Heroic took, and I think in general Heroic had some really strong players that wasn't really gonna go to Astralis, right? Mm. I think that was that was kind of like always like the big miss with Astralis was when that Copenhagen Flames roster blew up and, and no one was getting there. But I mean, as you said... It happened like, to all the dynasties or yeah. no, maybe all the like big teams who all missed like the... Like Fnatic, for example, when they well, were the best, they didn't pick up new names. Yeah, and I think it was a good point. Like your focus is on being the best team in the world, not looking for the diamond in the rough or the potential out of out of the young players. So that, that has to be a weird situation. But yeah. remind me, was it you and Zipex who during like in 2020, you took some time off, right? Yeah. Yes, it was. Was there That's any like you're having a kid, right? What you having a kid then? That's yes. why. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did have a kid, but after. Yeah, I yeah. got I, a kid after. Because for me, like I, you know, even being on phase, right? Like for veteran players, that shit was tough. Like online, having to yeah. play online yeah. and everything that people just had to deal with with COVID, you know, curfews and whatnot, mm. and everything being like, shut down. It's just fucked, yeah. right? And I, I was a little bit surprised that. I mean, okay, this is very hard to do, especially with partnerships and stuff, but it felt kind of weird that two guys took like some time off mm -hmm. and the rest of the guys had to had to keep playing, right? With obviously stand-ins, you know? Snappy and Yugi and, that's and stuff. And that's, always, <laughs> and that's going to be tough. And I don't know if maybe that created a little bit of a rift in the team, but I remember thinking if I were a Strauss, I'd just give the whole team three months, six months, you know, like just make sure like I can do whatever I can to keep this team together, mm. right? And it's uh, never seen before situation that you're dealing with. So do you think that was like a little bit? I mean, back then when I took a break and I come back uh, and then Sipix took a break after me, 
oh, kind right. of like maybe yeah. like one or two months after me and I was like on a three month break or something and then we played with Ezetech and we actually ended up winning a tournament right. and stuff yeah. like this yeah, yeah. that's um, fucking racist yeah. <laughs> he's still living off of that yes. two months run with Astralis yeah. <laughs> and I think actually Ezetech was doing really good back then yeah. with us he was bringing a lot of energy that we were missing um, and just like a new mood and everything and it was really good but we kind of were there where we should uh, decide if we wanted to keep Zipix or we wanted to bring in Istec for real uh, or for good. And the, it was such a hard decision because Istec was doing good, but Zipix was kind of like a part of the team for so many years. And uh, yeah. now he was on a break and we expected that he would come back stronger and stuff like this. So we ended up sticking with him and it was like a team decision. Um, and of course, I'm still happy for it, but but um, because he's a good guy and he was also a really good player. Like you remember his clutches, right? Yeah, <laughs> Even though we haven't seen them, seen yeah. seen him from for some time. Um, but yeah, of course, it was like a hard period back then, and I think it could be like that. It was kind of the start of something bad. Mm. Well, that's the thing. It feels like a lifetime ago now, doesn't it? We're yes. in 2024. Oh, it feels ago. so long ago. You know what feels a lifetime ago? For me, is actually the first time I saw Glaive and like his team playing was Anexus. That was for me a yeah. very fun. That was a very fun team for me to. That was like the first team that actually challenged NIP. I feel like before That's ten or twelve years ago. So yeah, before like yeah eleven. It was in twenty thirteen, but that team also a fun part of that. On that team was Nile and Nico with a C yeah, the yeah, opera, yeah, 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 yeah. but also MSL. And pimp. <laughs> so, yeah. how was it playing with pimp? How was pimp like as a teammate? Pimp? Now, did most, you watch most his, people did you watch his stream? <laughs> <laughs> then you know how he is, right? No, I mean, pimp was a nice guy. He was fitting into the team really good. I would say he was really, I would say he was really hardworking, and you can see he's still that both in game, but but also out game. Mm. Um, so he was a hardworking guy and um, really, actually, a pretty good aimer back then. Yeah. Um, he lost some skill uh, <laughs> within the years, of course, but um, yeah, he was a good guy, good player, and it was nice to to play with him. I gotta ask you. We we uh, we were talking about the uh, Astralis VP major in Atlanta uh, that final, and had some some insider information that you guys Astralis and VP didn't exactly get along back then. That VP liked to talk some shit to you guys, so there was mm. like a little personal edge in that final for you. Mm, I'm not too sure. I think this is when we brought like our first psychologist. You remember Mia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the blonde girl. And uh, we were told I specifically think, that she body blocked yeah, you guys from the VPDs. She, she was doing some. She was going out to them, and when they were sitting and eating or something before the game, she was just staring them down and <laughs> stuff like this, <laughs> trying to make them afraid. And uh, yeah, it was so, so funny for us because we never experienced something like that. Um, and yeah, I think she was trying to block them a little bit for us so they couldn't like scare us because those guys were pretty big guys. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah, we were the young guns uh, coming up and trying to beat them, right? So um, she did a good job with that, I would say. We need to get Taz now on an episode and, <laughs> and ask him how intimidated was he by, the, uh, <laughs> by Scandinavian blonde girl. Uh, was the clash Stand for cash the easiest money you ever made? Yeah, it's the best money. It's the best <laughs> money I ever made. And well, when we got that invitation, we were like, what the hell? <laughs> How is this even possible, guys? <laughs> that was like six months after that final, too. And it was like yeah. VP had just fallen off a yeah, cliff yeah. at that point. Oh, we stole nice. those money from E-League and then they 
yeah. they went to that was it yeah, that <laughs> yeah was they it. were hoping it was going to be a barn burner like the match right they were hoping yeah. they were going to get like a good match out a of documentary it, series yeah. Yeah. and instead it was just like oh uh, actually you're about to get fucking destroyed I was like me and Scoots I think was like the desk I don't know I think no it was me you and Scoots Oh yeah, Scoots was hosting yeah. it, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we got those cool jackets. Yeah, we did get those cool jackets. That's <laughs> <laughs> some nice jackets. The only time I worked for Elik. Elik had good merch. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and good money apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a good tournament. Yeah. Well, hey, two teams. What a million dollars, right? Yes. I think it was a quarter of a million. But no, it was two hundred fifty k. Right? It was two hundred fifty k for for, only for one team. Yeah, all for yeah. one. But Elik in general, I think, was a pretty good tournament back then. Yeah, yeah. with uh, what Minsik. Yes, yep. I'd yeah. raise the bar for everyone else. That's if it weren't for E League, like ESL wouldn't have been doing what they do for teams and raise their game. And I mean, anyone else? That's the benefit of competition. Uh, yes, uh, I think I accidentally got Minsik in trouble then because that's when I was still playing. Right, 2016, first E League season, and um, we were sitting there in the audience—a very small audience. So you guys got wrecked by like the roster rules or something, wasn't it? Oh, that was the Brazilians. It wasn't us, it was, was the, the Brazilians. Brazilians yeah. But Minsik was talking to us about what was going to happen. And there was the whole contract thing because they were signing with SK, right? Right. Uh, and like th- it meant that they'd lose their spot or something like that. And Minsik was telling us all this shit. And someone listening in the crowd like overheard. Like, we're not. And then it ended up on Reddit or some shit like <laughs> oh, that. And it, this is why Minsik was just giving us all this info. And I was like, oh, shit, sorry. Like, I don't know if that was our fault. You know, maybe we should have picked a better place to have that <laughs> yeah, conversation. Yeah, have that conversation but, behind uh, closed doors. You know, the thing that was like, yeah, like Ely came in in 2016. Right, they only mm. made it to what 2018, and then we never saw them again. Yeah. Well, 18 was the Boston major, and, and I then they know. pivoted into more. And white in in, stuff. 19, in 19, they did. I was there with Phase. We won that tournament, but it was it was a smaller one. It was like Cloud Nine, big. Yeah. It was eight teams. I think oh, that yeah. that might have been their last one. Yeah, they started doing like general gaming content. I wonder. Yeah. I don't think they'll come back next year, but we know that more TOs are going to be running events next year. Yes. Like we've already got word of some that are going to run some more, which is that competition that you're talking about, right? But the landscape. I wonder if it goes back to pre-COVID, right? Where you know what it was like. You guys were the first to actually make choices and take breaks. That's true. That's true. Uh, There were so many tournaments, so many tournament invites and some of them 100K, some of them 250K, some of them 500. And you had to kind of uh, not only think about the price, but also about like where the location was because of the jet lag and all this kind of stuff, which you still have to take into consideration as of today. Um, But there are so many tournaments and I guess we're going to see some of it again. It's gonna get. I think it's gonna. It's gonna get crazier in some ways. Like I know some of these tournaments popping up next year are, are paying like appearance fees to the orgs, like two hundred k just to show up. But that has to be public, right? I don't know. I think that as part of the rules, and like every team needs to rules. get it. Wait, you can Can you get invited? I think they can still do events like that, but they just need to publicly say we gave this team two hundred thousand dollars to be yeah. here. I think. Oh really? Yeah, I need to go back and read the rules, okay. but that was something. And that also, that out. was when they initially announced it. Yeah, they said like it was yet. going to be updated and whatnot, and it hasn't really yeah. been too many. Well, they've got news ten out months of it. to do so. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, I guess we'll see more with that. Let's, but I'm excited. Let's. Uh, I want. I want to zone in a little bit on this end situation because we had we had not to come on like the week after all that went down. Natsu. Yeah, pretty much as it was yeah. happening. Yeah, Natsu yeah. came on and like told us all the insanity of the situation of trying <laughs> to like find a new roster. He mentioned like you'd had like a say in the team. So like, I mean, it happened over a weekend while you guys were at Blast in an event. Yes. So like, did you have like options in that you had to like research as an IGL and say these nine guys are like who I want to play with, well, who I want to work with? before or? you answer that, I, yeah. I think we should start with when you were joining ANTS, how... Sure. Well, how much did you know about the team? Being, I think you said in an interview you knew there might be changes. 
but you, didn't expect you probably didn't know <laughs> that it was possible to only kill, have one guy, right? I mean, I, for me, it was a bit confusing. To be honest, I didn't have a lot of offers. Uh, with when I was based in Australis and I really wanted to start playing when CS2 came out so for me it was really important that I was there from the beginning to know the meta all this kind of stuff um, so Ents was one of my only offers I would say mm-hmm. I had one other but it wasn't like 100% and I wasn't too sure about it and stuff like this not too sure about the players and uh, I thought I was a bit more sure in Ents than I actually was uh, so I got a bit, a little bit confused that everybody was leaving except for <laughs> Duha. Um, so yeah, it was kind of a surprise for me, but I knew that there was possibility for some changes when I joined, but not like yeah. in this regard. <laughs> so now, so now the nine guys that you have this opportunity and you're looking into them, and you, did you see something in their gameplay that was like this is the right way to go? I mean, like you said, we were really late into the yeah. roster lock uh, before the armor, so we needed to do something. And uh, either we could pick some left leftovers, I would say. Uh, there were some different uh, opportunities. And I don't think it would only be like, uh, not bad players, but still like pretty good mm-hmm. players, some from Denmark, uh, like some other guys uh, from international players, right? Yeah. Uh, and then we had the, the nine guys, and uh, this is what we wanted the most. And uh, one of the reasons was that we saw some like potential in them, but the other reason was that they got the armor spot with them. Right. Um, so when we got told that this was a possibility, we were pretty hype about it. I would say. Yeah. Where do you where do you even start as a as a leader of a team like this? Like, what's the first thing you start doing in practice? Like, of do you take this core <laughs> from nine? Like, where do you where do you begin? Uh, with the other guys, with the old ends team, I let them um, do a lot of the stuff because I didn't want to come in and they had a lot of tactics already. So I didn't want to come in and just give them a lot of new stuff. So I actually wanted them to keep the stuff and implement me into their stuff. Uh, but when the nine, ga- nine guys come, um, me and Kuben, we made like everything from scratch. Yeah. Took some of the things that we learned from ends and some from Australia, some from Apex. So we just mixed everything, something from nine and yeah, we tried to mix everything and... Um, it, it has been <laughs> pretty insane, I would say, because there's so many different playstyles. Yeah. But still, it's been really nice also to experience this. T- did you expect it? When you practice coming into this event, were you like, there's some magic here that, that, that we can discover? But, no, not <laughs> like, at all. This run I is mean, crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm still confused when I see that we have been beating these good teams because like the present, the practice haven't been that good, I would say. Um, but we're also trying a lot of different stuff in practice. But when we are at these official games, it's MR12. So you can actually just like make a game plan and see like, this is the tactics that, that have been working in practice. Let's use these four for the first four uh, buy rounds and uh, let's go with it. Hope mm. for the best. Yeah. And of course, we're also doing some like um, some uh, tweaks to the, to the tactics. I think um, like watching the team, obviously Vertigo is a staple and like a conversation from the desk and the people at home and say, this is the core that was a very good Vertigo team. And you come in and you're like, well, I guess I have to play Vertigo, right? Like, uh, so, but you and Dihar playing A, obviously not the members of, of the nine roster. Did they like tell you, oh, hey guys, this is how we were so good at this part of the map or, or how did you know, kind of work out how you guys would fit in as part of this? So with the, with the old Ensos roster in Abu Dhabi and in Finland, in Helsinki, I played uh, A also on CT side Vertigo with Madden and it was working out pretty good. So when Madden left, we were thinking about what roles are we putting uh, Duha in. Yeah, I used to play B in mid, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
And we felt like we had Goofy and uh, Kyla on B, and this duo on B was really good in nine. And um, this is why we just brought Pavel to A, and yeah, me and him playing together. That was pretty, pretty he good. He some nice impact kills, yes. like multi kills over towards that part of the map and stuff. And yes. I actually like Vertigo more in CS2 than I do in CSGO. I still don't love it. Yeah. I think it, I think it's more fun to watch in CS2 than CSGO. I still don't think it's, again, I mean, I can see I'm losing Yanko here. I think so. I mean, I just look how they massacred my boy Inferno and then I'm like, <laughs> it's actually kind of sad that it's so, it, it may, it's not, Vertigo is not the most claustrophobic map anymore yeah, kind of because of Inferno being the way it is and I think that's why I think Bertrand tweeted out today there was only Once one Inferno in being the group played stage. Yes. in the whole group stage. Seven in the play-ins and the group stage combined. So it's, Jesus. you know, so many teams veto it nowadays. And even if they, as the first ban, and then even if not, no one really wants to play it because every, except for VP. That's why it was played in the play-ins because VP was in the play-ins. I but mean, you could understand it if it was best of ones, but best of threes, we should see it a lot more, right? Mm. But this just like shows that it's a bad map of You're the perfect man to talk about it though. You guys had Nuke and Inferno when you were the absolute best team in the world so now you can look at this current version is it just yes. fucked is it really is it just bad uh, i will be honest and say i didn't play it that much yeah. i played it only like matchmaking and um i think it's pretty bad i would say um, it's too small everything is too narrow like uh, smokes can block too much molotovs can block too much and it just feels weird um and i think like it's so funny when you see like the comparison like from 1.6 uh, it was such a yeah. wide map, so big. It was yeah, so it was loved by everyone. Not all of these small details uh, everywhere. And uh, then you go to CSGO and it becomes like a bit worse, but still really good and people like it. And now it's completely fucked. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it, like, that, no, it's gone the wrong direction. Yeah. He's bang on, 100%. Like, even though they nerf some of the positions on A, which I like, like Pit's not as powerful now, especially with the smokes count one way. Graveyard is open, so it's a... non It's useless. Yeah, the balcony as well now, you can just launch off and it's smaller. It doesn't feel as powerful. And then it's good because I fucking hated like going up short side with all those fights that you could take. But then in terms of getting there, that's the problem. And yeah. you're bang on. Like 1.6, think how open long was. Think how big the CT arch yes. to CT spawn was. It was yes. fucking huge. Yeah. Mid to bees would feel feasible if you didn't have to run through a tight little doorway where it could be watched from speedway as well it's like <laughs> fuck me man yeah. like what do we do uh, hopefully they can understand that because i think that what if they just made it 25 percent wider yes yeah, that was your like suggestion on twitter right I like 30 so. i think you tweeted 30 percent. i think that's a good idea like at least as a sort of a starting point you know that poll's not the bomb side i don't think the bomb side <laughs> has to change that much it's mainly like the mid and the banana and all these Bananas really narrow well, spaces yeah. that needs to be like wider and right it's a big problem that they put that building up so you can't throw the gob flash or the window flash anymore right because it was a again my home great video about the evolution of banana and, and all of that stuff but it makes it harder to fight when you add on top of that you can smoke from CT spawn, like the deep smoke, it, yes. it's really hard. Yes. So then you have to do something else and you're already on the back foot as T. And it's just, it's not, I mean, fun. Uh, not that it has to be fun for you to play it competitively, but it makes it much more difficult to enjoy and to do stuff. That's why people are just like, fuck this, just ban it. Yeah, no, I agree. What do you think of the overall meta at the moment, right? Like uh, the we have... Counter-Strike, I was saying today on HTV Confirmed, I don't know if you guys agree, I think the overall scene at the moment is pretty weak. 
I think I think it's pretty because and and that's like not to put shade at teams who are doing well at this event. That's just to say that in the last six months, look at most of the rosters in the top ten. Most of them had a roster change, right? Mm-hmm. And we're also in a period of flux because of the newer game. So I think we're still in an establishing period, but. Every good team understands that Counter-Strike is like a decision tree. If this happens, this is how we react. These are our options. It's just about getting as many players on the same page as possible that within the team of understanding what decisions the boss and the coach want. What do you make of the meta at the moment as someone who established the last real meta-shifting era? I mean, the Pegas advantage, of course, has a big influence in the meta, I think. That's why we see people winning so many rounds on T-side. And when you win rounds on CT-side, probably because you're also going offensive, right? Because you, then you have the advantage. Um, but I f- feel like, as you said, like the top teams right now didn't really get set yet. And some of the uh, newer teams, I mean... I feel like almost every team is new at the moment. Yeah. Mm. It feels yeah. like this. There's no a lot like, of new teams out there. Yeah. I mean, a lot of teams still have the same core, but change like one or two players. Uh, but everything is like total chaos, it feels like. And I feel like that the meta is kind of weird because everybody's still trying to figure it out with nuking the smoke and how do you use the nade and is there better ways to do it? And yeah, I think it's 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 pretty tough. It's a combination of players individually have to get used to the slightly different mechanics, you know, like you said, the peaker's advantage, the spray and whatnot, and then to the fact that, you know, the blowing up of smokes, then as a team, you need to start figuring out, right? Like we are yet, mostly the the nading of the smokes happens like kind of individually and instinctively, like, oh, wall of smokes, we're going to break it. We don't see that many strats where like, you know, you're, like an explosion behind it. We know Ex- they're going to smoke deep banana. Yeah, they're going to or, nuke or, this. The flashes are going to come. Or even the T's are executing, and then the, the the second layer of the execute is you nuking your wall of smokes mm-hmm. to take that extra space. Let's say if you were to do it on Ancient B or on Mirage or something. Yeah, yeah. I saw a cool little thing. I think it was Gamer Legion or Heroic where they did like it was it wasn't even a strat it was like they ended the round on B overpass in like uh, 3v4 and they didn't smoke but they were ready for so the the CTs played like water like they had a defensive smoke that they placed in front of in between pillar and barrels right yes. like it's a common smoke that the yes. CTs use and the guy from water who was smoking heaven or flashing or mulling barrels and flashing he had an HE that breaks that smoke. Mm. So once his teammate said they threw the smoke, he broke it, flashed, and they got the two kills and they won a 3v4 on B, mm. which was kind of like huge. You know, yeah, it yeah. was a swing round. It was a recent round, something like that. So I was like, ooh, this is actually a cool little like thing that you can see the teams are thinking like next level in a sense of, okay, this is the setup. This guy might be saving a smoke. Mm. And that is super powerful when he's like, you know, just shoulder peeking somewhere late round. There's no pressure and then he can pop a smoke. But if you yes. have just one HE, all of a sudden yes. that play isn't as powerful as it is. So I think most teams are still playing CSGO, you know, in, in, yeah, in CS2, CS2 with trying to do these little things. But they're not really exploring as much all the possibilities from 
the fact that it's CS2, which to some extent it's understandable with how many officials you have and all the changes. And all. I think it's also understandable with how many new teams there is because mm. when you have so many new teams, then you try to implement the basics first and then all these kind of crazy things comes. Yeah. So I think like in two months, we're going to see much more with nuking your own smoke, flashing behind it and stuff like this to trick the enemy, uh, make them rotate away from the side and then you do it, right? One of the first things that was being done like that was like Inferno you throw the pool molly st right and you know you see that they maybe want to play retake or whatever they don't come there you re-molly it or something then you come and you explode you extinguish your own molly and you pop behind and people did it on nuke yes, as well on door true. right and all this stuff and that was like really powerful beyond at the time too. because the ct guy is like yeah beyond us too as well like that became the meta for a little bit until people realized it and then they started smoking them all earlier mm. to avoid that but yeah. for example that was super effective when when we started doing it too and that those things are you know that's like just the evol the, the next level of evolution I, I, I think all these things are really good i remember you guys doing it doing it back then also on inferno mm. um but i think it's like kind of like a gimmick play you can yeah. do it once and then for yeah. next two three games it's hard to do right because they will be so aware of it but you get them to Use their yeah, yeah, yeah. use the utility, right? Or be afraid of it. You can flash. Yeah. You can you can extinguish it and don't yeah. go right just to put pressure. Stuff like this, it's important, I think. Yeah, uh, I, so I think I have a couple of questions. One, because of this state that we're in right now, and we have the next six weeks is the RMRs and the major, but then after that, with how influx all the teams are, do you think we're going to have another big roster shift again? <sighs> That's a good question. I'm not sure. That's really, really tough to say. I think maybe we'll see after the major. It might be a bit too early, I think, right? Okay. Um, think closer to the break? I think I mean, there's, there's the got to be a couple teams in there that are just of like... Of course. Yeah, there's always... Yeah. Not, nothing that would compete with the last major coming into CS2. That, that shuffle was What crazy. if Astralis wanted you back? <laughs> uh, I mean, the, when they the team. when they benched me, I said no, thank you. I will never come back. Okay, but then after some time, I said, let's see what will happen in the future. Stuff like this. Emotions cool when, down. Yeah, emotions <laughs> cool down. I was pretty mad when I got benched. Um, but I said also, like in the future, if I'm being a coach, it will be like maybe a good possibility. Stuff like this, right? Um, so we will see where where life takes me, uh, but I'm not saying no to to anything beforehand. I don't know. Um, Just device Yabby Stam Stare and Glaive sounds pretty sick if you ask me. Ooh. It does. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, there's no way around Did it. it. You, you just mentioned that you only had two offers from teams coming out of being benched. Mm -hmm. That had to have pissed you off. Like, like, right? Like, there's like a we we kind of. <laughs> I hope he just brought that back. Like, so well, I mean, I've been go back thinking, to that thing. I've yeah. been thinking about it, like, because uh, like it is, it is crazy. And I mean, there was probably a period during the, on the online era where like that's a tough era and probably fell out of touch a little bit with the meta, and that seemed kind of obvious looking at Astral's play at the time. But to be four-time major champion in the conversation for the greatest IGL of all time, like you had to be there and be like, why people are really undervaluing me? Yeah, of course it was pretty tough, but it was. Also kind of an eye-opener, I think. Okay. Just to realize that, okay, I need to do something different. I cannot just do the same thing I did in Astralis and hope that it will work out. I need to take more charge of which players are playing, take more respons responsibility of how we play. Um, and um, yeah, all of this kind of stuff. Be more like uh, on hands with everything. 
I think also, dude, you got dealt a shit hand in that Astralis lineup with blame and config. Because no offense, but you're not an anchor. Like you, you can't play anchor as CT for two reasons. In today's CS, your mechanics are probably not good enough to do it. And second thing, you were the fucking one of the best rotators yeah. in the world. Like I said it time and time again. These guys are probably getting sick of it. But when we used to play Prime Astralis, right? Like oh, sure, Device is gonna get his kills and everything. It's fucking lay with killing, like being at the right place at the right time, getting one kill or finding like guys through the smoke or doing something, right? That was really like fucking your game up, you know, that that was super annoying. So <laughs> IGLs just didn't play your positions. Like fucking con mini on nuke was just like watching you play that was crazy. Yeah, yeah so I think that was you you were kind of forced in it because blame and config are you know those two guys but uh i think it was mainly uh screwing a bit up with our t size because i was playing in map control blame wanted map control config wanted map control and we would need an avp yeah to play also in map control but we couldn't all play it so it ended up it ended up being like first we tried config no first we tried putting me on the avp <laughs> because yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. this was yeah. about the role clash right yeah. and lucky would be like in uh, playing um, uh, anchor or lurk on mm. t-side and then we tried to switch things up lucky back on avp blame to lurk or config to lurk or something like this and yeah it was just like a big mess with all these role things so do you feel like it wasn't you know you weren't like you didn't suddenly f become bad or anything it just you were playing out of position and is it now, you talked a little bit about it in one post-game interview or something, but that, you know, you still have to f focus on your own game. You know, it's not just, hey, I'm the in-game leader, I need to do, a, like, I have to be able to frag and contribute as well. Yeah, I think so. I mean, probably there was also one of the things that I did bad in the end of Astralis. I was thinking too much about the team and too little about myself. Um, and I think I, I mean, when you are, together with some players that thinks uh, a lot about themselves and it's working for them, then you're realizing that it's really important for you to do as well. Um, so back in the days, I was playing a lot of these rotating roles and I understood them perfectly. Um, and I had my, my teammates playing anchors and doing the job. Um, but later I had to kind of focus more on myself because I was playing anchor. And as anchor player, you cannot think about the team all the mm -hmm. time. And this is like still... a uh, like giving up control uh, like on the overview of the map is still hard for me when I'm playing anchor and I still have some anchor spots. That's, that's um, been a balancing act for every IGL we've ever spoken to, I'd imagine, over the years. is I mean, even even IGLs, I'm sure when you were playing in phase two, like I know when I was in Liquid with Stewie, the, the frustration of trying to focus so much on the team that your individual game drops and then yes. you go into a week and they were like, oh, I have to focus on my individual game this week and then the team drops. Yes, exactly. And that could be hard. But I think what you need to do is that you need to kind of give the responsibility ability to the players focus on your own role but you need to learn them how to get better like not just tell them what to do but they need to figure it out themselves like you need you need to tell your players like if he's playing let's say it could be outside on nuke right on cg side let's say i'm holding ramp and he's playing outside on nuke i need to tell him you need to watch some demos because this what we're doing right now is not working i cannot be sitting on ramp and be calling the rotations I'm not saying I'm doing that, right? But it could be just yeah, an yeah. example. Um, and I think this is important that you learn your players these kind of things. Oh, I think this is like that decision tree I was talking about, right? In the sense that everybody kind of has to make the cohesive decision. Otherwise, you take your eyes off the prize for a minute. You don't focus on your crosshair. You're looking at the radar. Someone steps out and kills you. Well, now the round's fucked. It doesn't <laughs> matter that you were controlling the rotation. Your death has cost a massive gap. 
Like that and that right there, and then you fucking get tilty as fuck. Yeah, you're just like, so why can I just focus on my cross here for yeah. three seconds? <laughs> fuck, I, like that's that's such a miserable thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's when you look at the, the Astralis team when you're winning everything and everyone doing their jobs perfectly, that's why it probably facilitated you to rotate with such ease because you already knew exactly what everybody was meant to be doing. Yes, exactly. Um, and I think it was good for me to have the big overview and control the rotations and let the guys focus on their crosshairs because this was the best for us. And also, think that you saw it when uh, Vitality tried to swap roles with the uh, Magic playing more like rotations and Apex playing more like Ramp and Nuke and I think he played B on Mirage mm -hmm. uh, Magic playing Connect or something like this and it was not really working out for them and I think it's the same reasons like Apex probably was thinking too much about the overview of the team and the rotations and all this kind of stuff and Matt is focusing maybe too much on his crosshair right so it's not working out for every scenario to just put like your best players in the best positions I was I was discussing this recently as well that with how things are changing and you know it's becoming hard for example to just put your in-game leader or let's say your weakest player mechanically to let's say just play B Mirage right Get because bullied. we because we're seeing more and more teams put their stronger T anchor in B apps to put pressure or even go for fights or like get him out of apps or whatever it is you know so I'm thinking that sooner rather than later and we see that from some teams on some maps like actually your in-game leader should should play rotation on most map because if he does that he can you know find the correct timing with the inform because you know you do a lot of the prep you watch also you can maybe see things in game faster and like catch some uh, tells from your opponent and then put yourself in the right position whether that's going to be to bait for your teammate or mm. he's going to bait for you and you can find kills that are going to be easy right like just because you're in the right position you're not going to have to go for that many aim fights and even when you go for fights it's since you're rotating in it can be someone's flashing you through a smoke right or you're trying to use timing like on on some play so I think it could also be good, like Mirage CT is just a perfect example, just, now I'm just thinking, mm. uh, but like having like, you could have like a star player on B, and then you could play the in-game leader in rotation, but every time the star player has a good spawn for like mid or connector, yeah, he, takes it. he could just take it and have some fights he can do in mid, but he's playing B mainly, but then you could swap, it will also like fuck a bit around with the mindset of the, of the T side. Spawn-based counter-strike, spawn counter it's all full circle. But that's, that's where you need every member of your team to understand what they need to do in certain scenarios in these roles, yeah. right? And that yes. is where the problem is, but... With where Counter-Strike will eventually head, I imagine we'll see a lot more like yeah, yeah. that, right? Mm -hmm. It'll get to that point where you can... Because the thing is, a map like Mirage, again, it's a map that everybody plays. Everyone should have a good understanding of. And the star players love jumping out window, back turn, <laughs> running up mid, ready to headshot. I don't want to do that. I'll let, let you know. Right? But, the young guns do. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I don't even jump to cat anymore. It's, yeah, no, really. Uh, but that, that's the thing. If you could... And, and I guess at that point, it's... Well, we already know we have moves on CT sides. Like that's not people know this move. Yeah. That yes, but that that's essentially you're just calling strats on the CT side. Yes. Like that's what you're doing. You're just calling a strat on the CT side. That's yeah, it. It's funny because like sometimes you're thinking even the CT side right now need to be even more structured than the T side, right? Mm, because true. there's so much peak advantage, so you cannot just hold the angle and hope for the best. So you need to have some good mid round decisions. We were talking a lot about the update before you joined us. Have you played any of it? Uh, I played a little bit. Do you have the news yet? Have yes. ESO told you? Yes. Oh, okay, breaking. What's uh, the news? I think it's official. Oh, they put it out there? Oh. Yeah, so the official news oh, is, that, it. <laughs> is that we're playing on the new update. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Right. I, oh, maybe. Wait. 
I don't know. <laughs> ah, I think it's no, no. It is official. It, it is go. official. They told me in the we had a meeting just before about it, uh, so it's official. And um, but there was something like um, if they found like a really bug that was really uh, giving an advantage to some people, then they would go to the old patch. What about the smoke one-way stuff? I saw Hades putting some tweets out yes, about it. What are you I, worried I about guess, that shit? My guess would be that ESL is talking to Valve about fixing it quickly. Okay. But that's my guess. Yeah. I, that's what I hope for, at least. Cool. If the, it, if, if you that's should send him a DM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please the, fix this. The, yeah. the problem is also the FPS drops yes. with the new smokes, which is like just going to be... The shitty thing to good. deal with it's like 4070s and what uh, 13 900k yeah. intels like i mean that's top of the line top of the line yeah but yeah. sometimes with this it's like maybe yeah. there has to be a driver update or something True. when they do it that happened like you know when the game was released a couple of times so i'm not sure about all but the x's and all this here tells me it was probably unanimous from all the teams then that they wanted it wasn't plan. unanimous it wasn't no it wasn't I think it was, right? Oh, but didn't yeah. you guys wanted to play on the old patch? Us? Yeah. I think we didn't care. We just told you oh, told right. yourself whatever happens, we're fine with it. Oh, okay. Like, oh, we okay. just want, don't want any bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of okay. course. Okay, so, okay. Not, no, no small bugs. We don't want to go up against Manessi. I think and if then this... Found, like, <laughs> <ten years old. laughs> like, it's got to be weird, though, with the, with the RMR next week, because you are kind of like, we want to get as much time on the new patch as, as possible. But, you know... We are in Armar B. We have time to practice. We can play on the old one. It's fine. All the teams in Armar A, they want to They're play screwed. on the new bridge, of course. And I understand yeah. that. And I respect it also. Yeah. Um, but I've, actually, you said I should write a DM to, uh, to Val. And I did that not long time ago. Nice. And I said, you need to remove the 1400 loss bonus. What did they say? They just said, thank you for the feedback. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see what happens. Yeah. If they do I mean, it, at least you can thank me, guys. All I'll tell you is... It was on this podcast as we were talking about and saying, hey, MR12 might be a good thing, oh. but I wish they would you yes. know, test it somewhere first before they switched to it. They just switched to it. Yeah. So, Honey, do you like MR12? Oh, what? Do you like MR12? Obviously not if you have uh, the money to change. I like it if we change the economy. Yeah. Okay. Then I think it will be much better. To be honest. <laughs> For both sides, just the CT side? No, both sides because I think this losing the second round, it's too, too bad. For, okay. Because I think... You're not that in that big of a disadvantage when you get the bomb plant or just in general on the second round. You can win those rounds if you have some tactics or some good deagle shots, something like this. But when you get those, when you lo lose the second round, both as T and C side, then you're screwed, right? Because then you have 1,400 in the bank. And you cannot even... The thing is, on CT side, when you have 1,400 in the bank, you cannot even buy to zero. You yeah. cannot force fully because then you will have like yeah. 43 or something for a first buy round. So, you see a lot of teams doing it and they go into first gun rounds with like yes. either SMGs well, or no util. They only leave like the upper with fourteen with four yeah. four hundred or something just so he can Fast buy like nothing, properly. Yeah. But yeah, that was like the the initial reaction like from a lot of people is like it's actually all right, but the fourteen hundred thing is probably going to be a little bit too much. It wouldn't surprise me though, knowing Valve to collect all the data up until after the major before they made that type of decision just to see how drastic it is, right? Because we we know what we feel and we know what we think, but they need to see it. But what, how do you check stuff like this? I mean, they just collect shitloads of data over all the matches and then they'll look at yeah. and then they'll see what they they'll see like are. in games where a team, let's say, lost the second round and mm. won the pistol. How many of well, how do those halves and yeah, in general? You know what does it mean, and yeah. I I think though, yeah, I think it's if they make that little change, I think it's much better be because cool. you could make the case 
I think what you said was really important. It's like that second round for the T's with the plant, it's actually they might have an advantage because they don't have the, the, that much in, in money advantage. The prob- but when you're T, you pick where you're going to go, right? It's like you, you dictate where the fight's going to happen so you can put your like AKs in a good spot, the pistols to support, and you can have like advantageous fights. And then to, to lose that and have to have 1,400, right? It feels like too punishing. Maybe um, shouldn't we also just like put it to like right numbers, like 1,500 or like 2,000, 25, yeah. 3... I've learned this math for so long, though, Glaver. We're just yeah. I'm still having a hard time. Sometimes I'm sitting there going, "Oh, it's 16. Oh shit." Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I forget halftime comes out. Yeah. I think though, Shue said one interesting thing today in our podcast is like he said sometimes like, I kind I the game like ends and I I think there's still rounds to be played and I think that's also something that teams and in-game leaders too are still sort of figuring out what's the new like people said what's the new 11-4 like what's a good halftime score what's not like when's the best time to you know force to eco right depending on you know if it's 9-9 what do you do and, and all those sorts of score lines and how to manage the economy in terms of sometimes like the saves or the you know you drop one ak and you go with pistol like what do you do i think there's we're still probably this whole season right the first half of the year i think people will be feeling it out before they really sort of nail it into okay something will change (laughs) then the economy will change well i guess the 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 new 11 form must be 9-3 i guess yeah something like this yeah 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 seven fives sonic's law lives on eight seven is six six we need to hear sonic it needs to be sonic that is saying what what the new law is he's got to put the tweet out what's your favorite map right now Mm, ancient because oh. you fucked Astralis yeah and we got and we got fucked Bro. by mouse it felt so good um, uh, I was casting that one that was a quick game yeah it was yeah. it was we were, I think we were a bit too relaxed for that game to be honest um, well that's too, what I think you just had that big happy. outpour of emotion <sighs> yes I think the two was qualifying for the arena was almost like lifting the trophy for some of us yeah, yeah. yeah. I think and, yeah Diha uh, Diha was he was he broke down he was having a good time yeah and I think we kind of uh, chilled too much after. Didn't do the same kind of things that we did for the other games. And um, we tried to, but it had also be like three, din- three days in a row, four days in a row with best of threes, trying to prep a lot. And it took like a toil of, of some of, mm. of all of us, I think. Mm. Yeah. But your favorite map, you got one? <sighs> Train. I say. <laughs> Shut up. I mean. Control. <laughs> <laughs> I really want them to bring back those two. Then I would say those two. Really? Thing, yes. Wow. Bring back those two or bring back Cash and Ooh, get, out of, get out with Inferno. Okay. Get out with Inferno. I mean, Cash wasn't the best for us back then with Astralis, but just bring something new in, right? Mm. Okay. That's a cool map. Um, but to my favorite map, probably Nuke, I would say. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How would you, what would you say if we did, so there's five maps in the pool mm-hmm. that are there the whole time and then there's two maps that change every season. So this after every each half, major. Every half after each year, major, yeah. After each major. Could be good. Could also be one map. One? Yeah. yeah one feels a little bit too one after, little. I think, one I think after one each major is two a year. Yeah, that would be good, I think. Maybe one each major. I think two okay. is a bit too much, to be honest. Because it takes some time to learn a new map. I think every major is a lot. I was thinking like every year. I think every like major one, would be one sick. Every ma- one every year? Well, because, look. I, would, well, no, that, I was, in my head, it was two every year, but I guess it doesn't really matter. It should have been one every year. year already. Yeah, yeah. Right? It Admittable. should have already been like that. And it also should have been the major at the end of the season, which we'll have as of next year. So like, well, of 
this year, the second one is at the end yes, of the year. But it, like, so starting with the second season of this yeah, year, yeah. right? So let's say, but I, I would be expecting a change after this major. Yeah, yeah. surely. Hopefully it's Inferno because it's just not great. But they just right put now. so much effort into it. But I also, I don't want them, I don't want another fucking, you know, like, okay, we had Ancient, then Anubis, like, don't give me... St- Fucking! You don't want new. I don't want. want I don't want baggage or something like that. You, <laughs> you know? can't have baggage, mate. I know, but fuck. <laughs> so you know, just give me. You know, redo. Train. Yeah. Oh. Where's the Where's oh. the new train? Well, just fi- lab, right? Like some of those cobble. Some of those maps are Cobble's you know staples yeah. and. Cobble. It's not. It's unfixable. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get that one. One third of the map never gets used. T spot <laughs> that whole like, the watchtower yeah. area. You Americans had a decent version for a while. Forge. Forge. Oh yeah, that was pretty good in 1.6. There we go. That one. I don't really remember. Now Forge. we're talking. It's there like a lot of old uh, maps. it's like cobble. Okay. But you entered. You could enter into the back of the B bomb site. Oh, I do remember that now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was a pretty yeah. good map. Yeah, not a bad one at all. Tuscan. Yeah, listen, I'm on that train, but I think it's more nostalgia talking yeah, for all of yeah. us. Like, how are you gonna, you know, in CS2 with all like the different nades and everything? That also the banana, you know, I feel like it's I'll maybe, it, yeah, yeah. I don't know, I feel like it would be tough to play to so I, I think, close. I, yeah, I don't think that, it yeah. would play too well. It so. would still be the CCs running down mid like apes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. probably yeah. control yeah. an SA1 or two. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking love it with right. eco, at least they would. I'm not sure with the weapon. Oh, Let me I ask you like a, a kind of a, a, a Counter Strike adjacent question, but um, Counter Strike adjacent. Yeah, well, it's in, it's involved a little bit. Let me. Okay. <laughs> um, no, but because you are. <laughs> right. you, are you Fuck going off, back to the two. milking table? <laughs> yeah, um, because you're a father, and now you're also uh, competing at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dad. This is the first father guest we've had. All right. But yeah, because well, we have like, not to. He's got like seven so kids. Just, well, he doesn't count. He's still, he's play, he's he still playing a lot. Listen, that? he's still playing a lot. That's only from yeah, Jason. You and not me and Chad are. We're on your team. We're yeah. on your team. Um, but what's what's that like? Because I know, like, I had my my baby during Katowice last year, and that like I felt like all last year was like a haze where I just kind of felt like for the first time in my career I was like a passenger because you're trying to figure this shit out. How having a kid is going to work? Getting you know working with your partner trying to keep a baby alive. Mm. What's it, what's it? It was just, you know, when they start crawling, bro, they try and find ways to kill themselves. Yes, exactly. Um, But what's that like now competing with one? Um, I think it's getting better. I would say, because I think with, with the years going by, it's getting easier for me because in the beginning, everything is so new and you have to kind of learn your role in this. You have to kind of have talks with your partner about how is everything going to work uh, when you're traveling, when you're at home, uh, when you have long practice days, long official days, like at home, all this kind of stuff you need to figure out and you need to kind of find the best balance for you and just for the family in general. Yeah. Um, And I think... In the um, first few years, now he's two years and some months, but the first few years about that, I think was pretty tough because I think I had a hard time giving, like taking time off from my being with my kid yeah. uh, because I felt like some kind of responsibility to be with him. But now I'm more like I need to work more and it will take some hours away from my kid. Yeah. And this is like the life I have decided and... There's not really much to do about it. I cannot just be playing like eight hours a day in practice and then say, okay, now I'll go be with my family. That's not how how it's working for me anymore. Yeah. 
because uh, you just can't like casually thinking about Counter-Strike in the downtime when you're spending time with the kid is like <laughs> uh, not really I mean I could but then my girlfriend would say do you even listen to what I'm saying right now <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they say that anyway though right? like, you're in that whether you like it or not but I think uh, <laughs> I think um, uh, I, what's great I suppose for you is you did all the amazing stuff then you went alright I'll have a family now and now you have this like perspective like of a, of a of a dad and someone who's accomplished everything and you're getting back on the path where I said it before but you fucked Astralis the other day like <laughs> like so and and they might at, be pregnant though. looking at <laughs> looking at Carrigan and Snappy as examples right you're in the 20. right hole <laughs> oh come on <laughs> you're only tw- you're only 28 they're both in their 30s. I think yes. Carrigan's 32, Snappy's 33, something like that. Yeah, something like Maybe that. Maybe even a little bit more. Yes. So, like, if anything, you're going into, if, if these guys are anything off, your best in-game leading years. It could be. It Imagine. could be. That's what I'm hoping for. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I see a world where it's my time and uh, their time is over. <laughs> but this is why, like, and I, and I know, obviously, you can't talk about this stuff and you're focused on your project and everything now. But if there is big roster changes again, right? And Glaive's back in the conversation. And those big roster changes could be fucking any team, literally any team of any org. Like, it could go nuts after this. Anything's possible. Yeah. I know, but first of all, I think it's stupid that, you know, now because of this good result, and it's a great result, now everyone's mind has changed. That's the way it works. That people change their minds, like, so quickly, where obviously, you know, it's not so black and white. But I also wonder for you how much, you know, you think it's also important a good fit in terms of the coach. The players, sure, but also the coach. Like That relationship, I feel like, is super important nowadays because both of people have a lot of responsibility when it comes to building the team and, and building the game, and it has to be someone that you have a good relationship with. It's not necessarily you, you think the same way about the game. You said you and Cuban actually have different views when it comes to some things, and it's a good thing but more so like about the approach to the team how do you build it how do you practice all that sort of stuff i think so i mean i think in the future we're going to see amazing coaches i mean we're going to see some of the world best in-game leaders becoming coaches and uh, like the coaches are getting better and better all the time but i think the future it will be actually insane with the i mean a guy like blade he was like a really good player himself Mm. uh, in-game leader and i think he's probably a really good coach yeah. as well, I would say, right? Um, and I think we're going to see more and more. I mean, Zonic uh, as well. Zonic sure, as well. he didn't play in CSGO, but yes. in 1.6, right. one of the yes. best on one of the best teams in the world. I think Zonic is a, is a great coach, no doubt about that. But I think when we're going to see these CSGO top in-game leaders becoming coaches, this will change the game. Different level. It will be, for okay. sure. Oh. Yeah. That's exciting. On, yeah. on top of what, what you said, or what Chad said, you did the amazing stuff. You know, if you can even, like, is there any, like, whether it's a major win or, you know, one tournament win that you can single out for whatever reason that's maybe a little bit more special than the other ones? I think, like, the last major win was pretty special for me, the Berlin one. But it was mainly because I had so many friends, family uh, mm. there watching. Well, they jumped up on the yeah, stage. Yeah, he right? got yeah. on the stage. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. The amount of times your brother comes up to me drunk at, like, one of these events. Yeah. Like, I'm Glaive's brother. I'm like, sup? It's just <laughs> For the seventh time. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I've you know, before, but... You know, they jump on I stage. I the same problem. They jump on stage, and there was a hole in the stage, and... Uh, 
my brother's uh, co-worker, he went up there and uh, he uh, actually injured his leg and he couldn't oh. go to work oh. for some reason. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, pulled so yeah. <laughs> he pulled a Shara. He pulled a Shara. It's time to do it though. Look, I need to know what happened. Glaive, breakfast, Dusseldorf, Cadian. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> What oh, went shit. down? Oh, wait, what? what? <laughs> you need to say to me stuff like this before, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can just say no comment. Yeah, I mean, I have to say no comment on this one <laughs> because it will be it will be too much of a story. Of, Apparently, you just go talking shit to each other. That's that's all yes. I heard. We had like a Twitter beef uh, the day before when they beated us. He was saying some things about Australis. I was saying some things about uh, their team. Which is great. Yeah. It's great and, fun. And, and that, was, that was fine. And then it kind of proceeded at the breakfast the next morning and we should, it should never have, have done that. No, it should have. Come on, this is fun now. This <laughs> Bro, I remember... Wake- it was fun, well, but unprofessional, I would say. All right. I remember waking up that day and be like, people got in a fight at breakfast today. Like, fist fight. Like, yeah, you, but that, the, was, that, that story blew true. up. Yeah, yeah. It then it's going like, so oh yeah, this guy pulled a knife. Oh yeah, <laughs> this dude had a bazooka. Like, <laughs> of course, that's how quickly it goes, you know. What other glaive controversies were there? There was some. There, like, you guys had to be the bad guys for a the little fucking while. the radar thing. Oh yeah. Oh. The radar thing, I never understood this <laughs> thing. And also the NVIDIA thing, I never understood this also. Bro, I think it was it was Blast that kind of fucked you because what happened back then at Blast tournaments, the way you would get your config, there was an FTP, right? Yeah, yeah. That you would join, there's oh, your then team's folder, and then it. you go, but you could go into any team's folder. Yeah. So, you know, players would go into... You can still str- do that. Yeah? Yeah, okay. you can still yeah. do that. And Astralis was the best, right, in the world. So people would go to see who is there, anything like special. And then someone saw the bind for the radar. They zoom in and out. Right, that zooms in and out, which is like, it's just smart. It's like, because you would see the question mark, you know, like, and then people were thinking, oh, yeah. And then if you really zoom in, you can actually move your crosshair because it's like, moves where you move and maybe you could get a kill. And it's like, I think it bro. was kind of a bit of a misunderstanding mm. because for me, it was more like uh, I have always been playing with the radar really zoomed in so I can watch exactly where my closest teammates are and what they're holding. But when I press the button, I actually zoom out. So I zoom out to see where my teammates are on the other bomb side. Okay. So I've always been playing with it zoomed in. Ah. So it was not it was not like a radar bind to check the smokes mm. because I, I always had this. That just uh, came after. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Of course. <laughs> I was using that. Uh, but um, yeah, it was a bit. Confusing. I think I think that might have been also before the update where you could see the nades on your teammates and like because that enables Above you the to heads across yeah. The, yeah. I don't know. Maybe no, no, maybe, maybe it has that. nothing to do with that. It was because, like you know, when you have to get the router big, you have to press tab, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just hate that when it has to be like a different size and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, then I made this router bind. Yeah. Okay. All right. I remember there was a period of time when uh, you guys were so good that people started getting fed up with Astralis. That happened. Right? It's like because <laughs> they were just winning everything. Bro, you guys set you guys set so many fucking protocols and metas at that time. It was crazy. Like the the nade usage, obviously, like nade is actually a it useful piece two of years utility. To catch up. Dude, like even like the mid the mid reaction on dust two to long control of just hustling down mid as quick as you can. Like teams emulated that it shit. It wasn't it wasn't really like two years, but I think the main problem was they were just the best. At everything. At at yeah. at step by you know like what's the fastest thing that we could lose to let's stop that if they throw smokes outside on nuke what are the three main things that people do okay let's stop that so it was when people started thinking outside the box and started doing dumb shit kind of where they would just like the you know open door on E right without doing anything and just run out like upper that you would start catch them off guard a bit yeah that yeah. you would that 
you would start winning rounds. And another thing was like they they were kind of over rotating a lot. Like you were moving to a lot. You know, this thing happens. We're moving. This thing happens. We're moving. So, but it's micro movement. It's the guys who are in the middle that are doing that. So it's not like you're completely out of position. Like you know, your anchor doesn't leave the side, but and and because of that it's also difficult to, you know you would say okay so then just fake them out and then you go to the other side yeah but it's not really that simple because if glaive is that guy he's gonna very quickly realize whether it's a fake or not True. you know yeah. so you can't what you have to do you can't do like oh smoke say and then go b you have to do sort of you gotta sell it you have to start doing like mini fakes with like one or two players just and that's when the meta evolved like with people just putting pressure like a little bit to just sneak one guy somewhere, right? And then you do it again so that someone can make a play. Like, be because before that, you didn't, you know, you could win by doing much simpler things, right? Like, the people weren't that good and no one was that good on City side. I mean, also one of the things that you that people didn't do, which now if you told someone, it's, like, ridiculous. Like, you play nuke and then you... And then the, the only time you would see Zipex throw a smoke on ramp is only once smokes fall outside, or that's only when they would smoke door. Like they were the first team to sort of yes. where they looked at utility from a team perspective. Yes. Before you would just have a ramp guy go and throw a smoke or like yeah. throw a molly yeah. and throw everything and just stand the there best. and hold, right? Yes. But this way, you smoke outside, you, you want to throw smokes outside, send like, let's say even two guys secret, you don't want to fake one, send two guys secret, three guys ramp, so you split B, right? But then you want to go ramp that's blocked. While the, and while the smokes are outside, this is blocked. And maybe they're making a play outside, maybe not, maybe there's someone in secret, but they're buying time, so then device will come into uh, hell, uh, yeah. right? And then it's going to be much harder for you to, to get to ramp, right? And I think there was like a few different reasons why we're good. The one thing was utility. We understood it very good, like with the smoke grenades. Um, for me, I think I had a really good understanding of how to exactly use the smoke grenades. And I saw so many people just throwing their smokes, as you yeah. said, like B Inferno, CT side, throw one smoke, throw second smoke. Okay, maybe one guy comes over, throw a new smoke, three smokes, no smokes left. And there's still like 45 seconds back mm -hmm. and you cannot win the round on CT, right? And uh, the other thing was that we were uh, really good at prepping. I don't think a lot of people were pre prepping that much back yeah. then as we did. And we were prepping pretty hard. Uh, Bro, it's so, it was so annoying. Like, because like you're doing something and then they, they come, no one did that counter ever, right? Like I remember, for example, in fucking Beijing, dude, we lose 16-0, 16-4 to them in the semifinal. Is this the one where they're in the 100 stages <laughs> in the final? Yes. Yeah, okay. And we're playing Nuke and they just came up with a molly to break this one smoke, to break our wall of smokes that like people didn't really do before. But that one thing, because no one ever did it before, and we're coming into Didn't the game, the solution. and it's like, holy fuck, now we have to send an extra... But then it changes your strat. We have to spend an extra smoke. And we kind of came up with something on the fly, but it was already, like, you know, you're already, like, kind and of 5-0 like down. This is funny with this nuke thing, because I think it was Matisk finding this Molotov. Yeah. And uh, I remember we found it uh, quite a long time before we started using it. And the reason why was because that we said... If we are starting to implement this Molotov now, then we will have a much harder time winning on Nuke T side. So we need to wait with it. <laughs> we need to wait till teams get better, and then we start using this Molotov. Shit. Yeah, that's how, that's that's how fucking, fucking good level. they were. <laughs> 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 we will never do that we today, need this shit. We don't want to do this so the other teams don't figure it out themselves. Motherfuckers. Uh, yeah. So we don't have to play against it. That's yeah, but wild. they would like kind of, I mean, it's a little bit for you, Jason, and all the Americans out there. It is a little bit like Bill Belichick-esque yeah. in terms of like how you play defense. Like you take away what the other team likes to do the most. 
sure. and you make them do something else, right? And it's a pretty <laughs> good way to approach. What was it like in 2018 just beating Liquid in every single final? <laughs> <laughs> Were you eventually just like, oh, these cute little kids are back again? I mean, in the end, I didn't really understand how we could like just beat them over and over and over again. Um, <laughs> it felt so... <laughs> Like, <laughs> like really at some point, this? it was a little bit like uh, sad for them. I think uh, that yeah. they lost so much to us in the finals. But for them, it was like if we weren't there, they would have been the best team in the world, yeah. like for two, or three years or something. So um, yeah, but of course, it felt great as well <laughs> just to win. Yeah. Now I will say we've had a great for time. An hour. Yeah, yeah, you're you're welcome to go whenever you want to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How? What is the time now? Nine forty-three. 9.43? Yeah, so that's perfect for me. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you for your time. Thanks for coming, man. Good luck in your match. Thank you very much, guys. See you. We got a lot in that hour. Yeah, we got it all in. We talked a lot of shit. Yeah. And we'd already been talking for 20 minutes before that, I think. Yeah. Yeah, all right. All right, well, you said you wanted to go play Counter-Strike. Yeah, but... We have all day tomorrow. Are you going to sleep in, Ara? What? you sleeping in? Yeah, because I've been only doing, I haven't been doing the first game of the day. Mm. So I would play until like 3 a.m., oh. wake up at 11, okay. go gym, Must eat food, nice. and go into studio. You've been going the one across the road? No, I've been going here. Oh, really? I, did, I mostly did cardio. Oh. It's fine, you know, have a bit more energy for the day. Yeah. It's been good. They got some good stuff down there. They got a. Uh, they don't. No, but they don't. That's <laughs> not good. It's not good. But it's, there's a sauna. There's a sauna. There's a I luckily, sauna. fucking Hugo went home because a couple of times I ran into him. He's already on the fucking treadmill. He's, and you know so. he's running like a marathon. Or yeah, something. he's like there. And I it's have to so go on the bike. I hate the bike. My ass hurts after but it. Hugo doesn't strike me as a runner, but he fucking runs. He runs all but the time. He runs. That's the only man. thing he does. He doesn't like. I don't think he does weights, but he runs. He runs. And he's running away from another event. Yep. Fucking Hugo B. Byron. Yeah, no Harry and Hugo here. They're going home. I'm uh, sad without those kids around. Well, you'll see them at Pro League. That's true. Yeah, we do get a lot of time. Pro yeah, League. that is. And it, a couple of other events. Well. Yeah. Well, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that wasn't what I... Yeah, I don't know what you're thinking, bro. I don't I'm know just what saying. you're thinking. Yeah, you're not making this just, shit up. Just, just being oh, really. I know what event you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fair enough. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Where do we want to go? Do we want to close it down? Do we want to keep going? I can talk. I think we just... Let's do 15, 15, 15 more minutes or so on just like the event and then the playoffs. playoffs and yeah, stuff. we should yeah. talk a little bit about that. Yeah. All right, shout out to Uber Eats. <laughs> yeah, huge shout out to The Uber amount Eats. of Uber Eats links in the chat every day is insane. The amount of Uber Eats bags I see in this hotel. Oh, just the hallway. so fucking gross. Mate, the, I, I, the problem is, I hate Alex, you know, can we tell this? What Alex did? You're welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's fine. <laughs> so we're all on the same floor, right? Yeah, we're you know, the, and you know, the I'm Alex is next to me. You're next to Alex, yeah. and I think I don't know where Jason is, but Alex knows. Five thirty-one. So Alex like coming back one night or whatever, and and he's, see you guys there. Yeah, and he wants to like. I'm five forty. He wanted to go grab a cookie from the like market in the hall or something. You know, and he's walking by, and he walks by Jason's room, and there's a Uber Eats back outside. You know. It was like four in the morning, you know? And there was like... He's not looking in the Uber Eats. He, there's like some he's curry like, in there that no. looked really good. <laughs> so he, he just he like, came up to me. He came up to me at dinner, bro, and he was like, when was the last time you ordered Masala House to the hotel? When was the last time you Ubered Masala House? I was like, yesterday. He's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> because he ate it? Apparently, yeah. yeah. He came, went in, grabbed that vindaloo curry and just, just went Wait, to Wait, why didn't you eat it? Why was there so much leftover? 
I ordered two things because I've never had been to Lou Curry, so I don't know if I'd like it. I know it's a spicier. Okay, so, so there was a fair yeah. amount of food left. There was He's not just in food. there licking and, the yeah, sauce and, out and of the And fire. the reason he ordered two things for all the viewers out there is because instead of like having food catered and stuff, what ESL does gives us a voucher for Uber Eats for an amount, I don't know what it is, like 30, 40 bucks a day. Um, it's a lot of money over the course of two weeks. But it's yeah, over the two weeks. Yeah, it's like well, whatever. Nope. So, you know, Jason, it's not his own money, so he'll order excessive amounts of food that will get not eaten and will end up in the trash. Or in this case, actually. Oh, okay. So you're trying to paint <laughs> Alex in the worst possible? In Alex's stomach. <laughs> so they actually worked it out somehow. It was great. <laughs> yeah. But you know what you said about, I actually asked them that today. I didn't say it was you. I just said, like, you know, some people are saying that with all the, some of the upsets, you know, that some teams are being exposed. So I asked them, like, what they think about that. Did I say that? You tweeted like some of these teams are being exposed, right? No, yeah. you wrote this in our Discord. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you said yeah, this yeah. Like, in the Discord. Yeah. So, so it's, it's the spicy the stuff. Are. It's in the Discord. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they said no, no, like in that, but more so that the teams are going through changes yeah. and still getting adjusted to the new game that it's like everyone's trying to, to figure it out. But it is a bit crazy, you know, Ants making it into the, the Spodek, right? Like no one expected that. I didn't really expect Falcons to be able to to make it. From how they looked at Blast yeah. and yeah. how they looked I mean, against Rebels and how they looked yeah. against Complexity. Yeah, it's what, you know, but somehow you know, they managed to make that comeback on Ancient and then Navi just fell apart. But I think, you know, Astralis and VP not getting out of that's huge. Planes. I mean, VP has actually looked VP. good in CS2, yeah. right? And then Vitality also dropping out of, of groups. Those are three names that I probably would have thought would be in the playoffs. I'll be honest, the, like, Again, and people know I don't like VP's playstyle, but I like Dustin. I think he's cool. And Flit and Fame are cool too. Um, so I got nothing so against Just fuck James. <laughs> no, like James, James and I don't really talk, but some of the other guys I'll exchange hey, words you'll, with. You're welcome to check out his YouTube channel. His YouTube channel is great. You, James does great content. And he's quite funny on the content. But um, when VP were in the arena last year, that was one of the hardest games I've ever had to cast in an arena because yeah. they were just obviously hated by the fans. And the playstyle not really getting people out of their seats either. It's fucking and when tough. And when they beat a team, it's such a weird style it's as like well. It's like a funeral. It's like hard to even hype it up them yeah. winning. Yeah. Uh, so like, It's like, you know, when you watch rounds. like those nature documentaries, right, and you see a fucking jaguar like or oh, a puma jumping or killing the fucking antelope and like, no. it's like you're like, holy Badly shit, this done. is like explosive. This is like, you know, yeah. But watching VP is just like an anaconda, you know, just like uh, slowly yeah, like wrapping. Even that's cool. So, VP's like the fucking like Venus flytraps and the pitcher plants. It's like the it's like the bad part of the nature documentary. You're just like, can we get back to the animals killing things, hunting things? He didn't like your analogy. I don't know what he said, yeah, but... He didn't like your analogy. Yeah, so he's, he's even... Venus, he's what? About Mars the, Venus? The, the Venus flytrap. Fly I don't know what that like is. Like the pitcher it's, plant? You know, I don't in, know what you that know means in, either. Okay, so do you know in Mario... The mushrooms? No, those the heads that come out, they're okay, red. Yeah. And so okay, so they're smaller and they sit in the jungle and when like a bug lands on them, they snap closed. Oh okay. and then it stays and then it digests it. Jason, what are you doing? I'm trying to figure out which microphone his is to turn it off. Okay, I'm worried. Don't stress me out here, Jason. I got you, dog. You're getting too close to the technical Just, shit. And people said the audio was dog shit when you guys did it. Yeah, there was there was a lot of issues in that episode. Yeah, my mic- yeah, we're still good. Yeah, we're good. Wait, Chad, you talk real quick? Uh uh. Clear. but I've been sleeping with my window open every night. I I hold really? I I keep it open up until I go to to sleep. I can't, my room's too hot. 
Mine's not. I, mine's actually, I heard you guys, some guys were complaining, but mine is like excellent. But also, I spent probably like 300 days in this hotel in the last three years. You're so I'm, I know everything. When Hugo was talking about the Do Not Disturb sign, hey, you just have to like pinch it a little bit okay. under the fucking thing. Okay, all right. You know, it's you got the technique. a lot of Is it depressing that you know that much information? A little bit. Yeah. But, but also, it's helping him out. Yeah, True. it's not, it's it's not useful. too, you know, useful it's like, I took the do not disturb sign off of my door and uh, for them to clean my room, which they did, and it had been over a week and they didn't change the sheets. That's weird. Mm. Don't know why. Maybe, Maybe you had a thing on the bed that says don't change the sheets. Definitely not. To help the environment. I don't know where yeah, that fuck fucking the thing is, but that thing ain't on my bed. You know what else? If you do laundry here, the guy doesn't collect the laundry until one or two o'clock at night. So if you hand the laundry in Monday morning, it's not getting picked up till Tuesday night and you're not getting it back until it's fucking 48 hours. So I handed in laundry Sunday night, assuming I get it back end of day Monday. Didn't get it back till today. Today's Wednesday, everybody. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's messed Rip, up. Rip like that. So then I had to hand in some laundry for the playoffs yesterday, which I won't get back till Friday morning. And if it doesn't arrive Friday morning, I won't have anything anywhere for the playoffs. Cool. I think some player. I think players need to be given more jerseys for tournaments. I think we need to be given polo shirts at every event with a team logo, and then I never have to worry about bringing any clothes to an event because I was. We had this fucking document come our way with the wardrobe stuff, <laughs> so I brought all these clothes to make sure that they were like the correct colors. If I'm going to be on camera, I was on camera twice. I don't want to be on camera just so everybody's well aware. Uh, I made that known all the time, um, but there was a whole wardrobe document. And we couldn't wear black, we couldn't wear blue, and we couldn't wear white, right? Obviously, they did it with the color scheme. I bought all these clothes. My suitcase weighed 28 kilos. I've been on camera <laughs> in the group stage slash play-ins twice. I bought all these clothes. Yeah, I'm done with oh. that too. Um, I, I overpacked me, as well. Give me a polo shirt with the event logo. Give me fucking six of them or some shit, and that'll be it. Because yeah. I'm never, I'm, I don't want to be on camera. I never need to be on camera, but at least I'll wear something that is the tournament on it. Just, let's just do that, shall we? Can we trial it? Can we it do is. it in Dallas? It's very American. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just we'll bring it up. We're just tank tops. We'll talk to Jackson. We'll get that situated. Just just save me from having to pack clothes, and then I can take a small suitcase, and everything will be fine. Everything will be fine, Jason. Why can't we look like the Olympics? They're wearing matching. Well, yeah, we can look yeah, like the Olympics Special Olympics. <laughs> I already feel like I do, man. I didn't get to wear any of my clothes. I'm very special. Yeah, yeah. You are you special. Are. Yeah. All right, playoff bracket. Uh, Ends Falcons. Falcons win. You think so? I think answer shit the bed on stage. Okay, that's the angle of it. It's possible, or they, I think that game is gonna be. I think a lot of it is gonna be momentum, right? If if Ants doesn't get off to a good start, I think yeah, Falcons clear them. I think also, their map will kind of overlap, so Ants will get vertigo, and then ah, uh, will they though? They both ban Inferno. Oh yeah. Falcons, I think Falcons of all these new teams that are doing yeah, Falcons will lead to vertigo one day. And just don't care. They'll play Inferno. Magic Falcon, is pretty damn Falcons good in Inferno. Falcons look the worst of all of them, I think. But Jason, it has. But it's also they're in the playoffs now. Yeah. they're yeah. on the stage. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know, you have all that experience. Nico reckons Falcons in the final. Well, Nico's crazy. Like I talked, to him, <laughs> I talked to him last night as well a little bit. Like him, Taz, Flamesy, we were sitting around like at a hotel, and like it's obvious he didn't watch as many Spirit games because like. He, you know, they, he thinks it's also like, oh, yeah, the kid is just carrying them. Like, Donk is carrying or something. Like, no, there's actual layers to Spirit's game, you know. It's it's mm. not just about that. It's not, he's running around and killing people. It does help. So I think that's why he thinks, like, you know, they'll just in the semis, oh, they're going, the pressure's going to get to them in the big stage, and, you know, they're going to lose. I think they're in the grand final, whoever they play, and easily. 
Okay. <laughs> it does help. Kids got like a 1.65 rating yeah. so far in the to tournament. To be honest, man, I think they'll fucking win the tournament. Okay. All right. I think they'll beat right. G2 Mouse or FaZe unless somehow... They don't beat FaZe in the best of five. Yeah, I don't know, man. They beat... And sh- sure, maybe they lose to FaZe in a best of five because they beat them in a best of three in like the game that quote-unquote didn't matter all too much. But they're playing almost... Like I kind of want to say, by far the best CS this tournament. Uh, Just not not that Donk is and he is like the highest rated player and playing the best. But you know, it's also when your team is winning and playing, you're gonna get a lot of frags. Yeah, Yeah. you're gonna get more kills and more frags, and he's a big reason of why they're winning, but not the only reason. Not the only reason, and not because he's like just doing plays on his own and like pulling them pulling them out of bad situations. Like within their structure, he has his place and he's doing great. In that place, obviously, right? And that's helping them. But yeah, I think unless they... And I don't think they'll choke. I don't think... What about Shiro I, on stage? I'm not worried about Shiro. Me neither, because in this team, it's different. Like he's, you know, we sort of haven't really talked about him, but he's like the third, fourth highest. He's like in yeah, he's the top five rated players of the tournament, yeah, right? Well. Yeah. And watching their games, there weren't too many highlights outside of that like kind of mirage round against... Was he, did he have Crazy the Julie's list. round? He had the he had the oh, clock he, round on ancient. Yeah, he had that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, well, the the one on, on bit. Yeah, 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 that was yeah, huge. That was sick. That was nice. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think Ents beats Falcons in that quarterfinal, and then I think they lose to Spirit in the semifinal. So Spirit in the grand final. Spirit in the okay. grand final, and then the other side is Phase G two to start things. I think Phase wins that. Unless, unless Mon- like Monacy and Nico, if they both play well, they have a chance. Yeah. Phase is the favorite, and they're the they're the better team in CS two, but. You know, there's always that. There's, there's always that thing. I think for G2, for example, we saw them beat Heroic easily with four lost pistols, yeah. right? And okay, some on Nuke, good, on Nuke they won the. From Nexa. On Nuke they lost CT pistol, forced, but saved four guns of the force, and then won the third round. So that's a little bit different. But I feel like, yeah, if they get some momentum, like if they do the, if they lose, you know. Three out of four pistols against FaZe, they'll lose the game. I don't mm-hmm. think they'll be able to to beat FaZe with that. But you know, with MR12, you need less, right? And it's a pistol. It's one good good round for Monesi and like some bullshit situation. And it's one or two good calls, and there all is. of us all of a sudden like you're there. So it's one of those situations where I feel like you know FaZe wins seven times out of ten. Okay, but. If it's one of those three times. But who are you predicting? Phase. That way either I'm right or G2 is true, so I'm happy. Okay. All right. And My then phase in your bets. Phase mouse. Oof. I'm taking phase. Okay. I have phase going to the grand finals. Mouse beat Cloud9, Game Legion, and then Ents. Mouse has sustained this frozen loss pretty well. Brolin's playing good with him. Brolin's been playing well. Yeah. Yeah, he's been doing, having, doing a good job. I think... Uh, Exertion's had a couple better games than we've seen recently. Yeah, he's got some new positions. Jimmy yeah. had a rough game uh, on Vertigo to start against Ents, and then as soon as he turned it around in that match, uh, they started winning. Yeah. I, yeah. Wanna, I want to say Mouse. Usually, like, I don't go that way. I go with the more experienced team and... You know, all that stuff, but I don't know. I have a feeling they're ready to take that they're going to flourish. N- next step, right? And they're going to be very motivated to beat Frozen as well. I feel like they've been in these situations 
a number of times where they know how to handle themselves in that game. And even talking to Exertion about it today in the roundtable thing, he was saying like, yeah, you know, sometimes the veteran players are a little bit more aggressive against you in those games because they're like, no, maybe they can get yeah. away with it. So he said, sure. I want to, you know, I want to do the same thing so they can, maybe they think twice then if I punish them and they're going to be like, oh, maybe I get into their head. Oh, we can't like bully this kid or this team as much. Like, oh, we're actually, he's doing that to us, you know, so... Yeah. I know, just because, like, in general, phase has been a little bit... And also, you know, Rain, similar to, like, Hunter, kind of struggling to find this form. Um, both, of those names, both of those names big game players. Yeah. True, so, you know, that's yes. going to be... There's some unknowns about that whole thing. So you have Mao's uh, Spirit Final. Yeah. And Spirit Winning. The new generation, yeah. You have? phase uh, Spirit. Okay. And phase Winning. Oh. And you have... Falcons phase. Who's winning? Phase. You put Falcons. a lot. You're you're putting a lot why of weight on that experience. Why are you why you, why do you like Falcons so much? <laughs> I don't really. I'm just doing something different. Yeah, he's just breaking the mold. I would if I could pick the final I would like the most. I would like Spirit versus Phase final the most. Yeah, mm. with that Antwerp energy, I think that would be fun. <laughs> that was a sick game in Antwerp. Yeah, yeah. but uh, like I don't know. I just I think. It's difficult for me to blindly predict that Spirit will do well in a stage match. I think also if you look at it, if you think Falcons are going to play him, I mean, there's again the two Inferno bands. Mm. So now Spirit can veto. Well, I don't know what they're doing. But, but who will call who's bluff but, on that one? But yeah. what does Falcons play Anubis, Vertigo, Ancient? <laughs> yeah. A little bit of nuke. All good maps for Spirit. All good maps for Spirit. So I think that's why, Thanks. you know, if they were like really sick on overpass somehow maybe or you know but i think if spirit gets like a couple of their maps you know like mirage mirages in there too it, it, they're just like yeah it has to be they should have them covered if, if they yeah. play that match right now i would give a spirit I think, if, I think like for me it's like <laughs> to play it two days from now i'm picking falcons i think i think spirit can like play their i, I don't i'm not like super afraid of like Fal I will. I think like Spirit doesn't have to play the best game to beat Falcons or Ants. At well, the if a, dra a dragon you know? versus a falcon, I think the dragon would win. Yeah, probably. Right. But so. against the fucking Enceladus, oh, yeah. the, well, the then mythical. The, I think the dragon loop. would beat that. A dragon clears a lot of things. Yeah. I think, <laughs> isn't it the year of maybe, the dragon in maybe, Chinese? Yeah, yeah. Isn't it year? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not the samurai though. So oh. can cut his head off. Yeah, yeah okay. good point. All right. Or a knight. They hunted dragons. Didn't they get burnt yeah. to Christmas? Dragonite. Yeah. Dragonite. So I feel like that'd be Only the shitty knights. Dragonite, yeah. The knights Shit. who are the combo of both. most stalwart mm. and honorable handled business. It's a Dota reference. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I think Chad's pretty tired. <laughs> He's had enough talking for Well, we just put the AI through its paces with a vacuum cleaner. So this is yeah, funny. she'll be it's right, man. It's, it's a yeah. live environment. I want to play yeah. some pugs. It's a live environment, Yeah, let's go man. frag. I want to test What are we going to do with this situation right now? Throw it up on the internet. Throw it up. Yeah. <laughs> Get to fucking Ben Chat. Represent. Good night, everybody. Good night, guys. Think about Jason's milking table. <laughs>